Exercise five, alone at last, solo. Lie on your back, close your eyes, and get very comfortable. You may prefer to sit in a comfortable chair. Using plenty of lubrication, slowly, gently, touch yourself in a caressing way. You may want to start by touching your nipples or thighs since both are probably quite sensitive. Then slowly move to the genitals. Once you begin caressing your penis, do not use a masturbation stroke. Do not try to turn yourself on. Explore every crease and fold in the genital area. Take your time. Remember that the most important thing is to stay as relaxed as possible and focus on the here and now. You are not trying to do anything except enjoy the sensations. If you have an erection, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine too. But you should not be trying to give yourself one. This is a pressure-free exercise. All you want to do is experience the richness of your own arousal. If your mind starts to wander, gently bring your focus back to the sensations you're experiencing in the moment. This may happen several times. That's okay. Just keep bringing your focus back to the exercise. Troubleshooting tip. If you have thoughts like, I wonder if I'm really hard, or I wonder if I could give myself an orgasm, you're thinking about your performance. That means you're putting subtle pressure on yourself. Just stay with the sensations. That's your only goal. I suggest you do this exercise for at least 20 minutes, if not longer. 30 minutes is ideal. Sometimes, in the absence of a partner, there's a tendency to rush everything. This defeats the whole purpose of sensate focus. Remember that the emphasis is on sensuality, not sexuality. Some men feel a bit self-conscious during this exercise. This is very normal, especially if you are a man who does not masturbate often, or someone who tends to rush to the point of climax. Don't be concerned. Your discomfort should ease over time. It sure feels good, but... The sensate-focused genital caress feels pretty terrific. That's reason enough to learn it. From this point on, almost every exercise in this book begins with this caress. That's another good reason to learn it. But why is it so important? The sensate-focused genital caress lets you pay attention to your sensations without getting distracted. It lets you focus. It lets you stay in the here and now, and it keeps the pressure off you and off your partner. You need to be able to do all these things to master the art of male multiple orgasm. We can talk and talk about the many benefits of the sensate focused genital caress, but you need some experience actually feeling it. That's why I've included the above exercises. So enjoy yourself. Repeat them as many times as you like, but remember that the pleasure you're getting right now is only one of the payoffs.
aroused and aware. You have to know where you are to know where you're going. Unfortunately, most men have very limited awareness of their own sexual responses, and they don't always know what they are feeling or experiencing at the moment. They know that, that something is rather they know something pleasurable is happening, but they don't know exactly what that something is. They know that they are aroused, that's for sure, but they aren't in touch with the subtleties of their own experience. This is very limiting, both for the man and for his partner. This chapter teaches a man how to know what is happening to his body during the various stages of arousal. You will learn how to listen to what his body is telling him and how to work with those signals to maximize both his pleasure and the pleasure he is giving his partner. How aroused are you? Ask the average man if he's feeling aroused and what does he say? Yes or no? Ask him to describe his arousal and what does he say? Not a whole lot more. But talk to a multi-orgasmic man about his arousal and you're having a very different conversation. Multi-orgasmic men are masters of their own arousal. They know the nuances of their erotic experience and take advantage of their sensitivity to prolong and magnify that experience. Ask a multi-orgasmic man to describe his arousal and he'll give you at least five pages, single-spaced, he might even throw in a poem. Sexual arousal is actually a very complex and sophisticated process. There are many levels of arousal, each having its own distinct sensations and intensity. Some shifts are subtle, some are profound, but it is not a black or white thing. It's a lot more like a rainbow. What we are going to focus on right now is learning to recognize and appreciate these different colors of the rainbow by becoming more aware of the subtle differences of each one. Once you are sensitized to your many levels of arousal, you will have a much more intimate relationship with your own body. That becomes really important when you start working with your body toward your first multiple orgasm. If multiple orgasm is your goal, being aroused is not enough. You must be aroused and aware. It's like learning to write music. Everything may sound nice to your ear, but it's hard to write a song until you know all of the notes on the scale. The more you refine your ear, the easier it gets. Sharps and flats are more subtle, but they are extremely important too. By the time you've completed the exercises in this chapter, you're going to know the various levels of your own arousal in a way a composer knows the notes on the scale. To make this easier, we're going to establish a scale of our own, an arousal scale. Learning the scales. Our arousal scale is going to be a very simple scale that goes from 1 to 10, with level 1 being the lowest level of arousal and level 10 being the highest. Let's begin with level 1. Level 1 is your baseline. What does it feel like? Let me give you an example. It's Saturday afternoon on a hot summer day. You've just finished your lunch and you're thinking of doing the laundry. Your dog wants to go for a walk and your car needs a wash. There isn't a sexual thought in your head. 
You're not experiencing any arousal whatsoever. None. Zero. Nada. Get the picture? At that moment, you are at level 1. Now let's jump to level 10. That's an easy one. Level 10 is orgasm. Big O. The end of the road. Great. Now all we need to do is establish everything in between. Level 2 or level 3 is that slight twinge sensation a man gets at the base of his penis as he begins to get aroused. The beast within has started to stir at the first whiff of something exciting in the air. It's subtle, but it's there. Next comes level 4. That's a steady, low level of arousal. It's more than a twinge, now you're feeling good. Still, you could stop without much difficulty, but that's going to change soon. At level 5 and level 6, your arousal is already substantial. Now you're really into it. Once you've reached these levels, you don't want to think about stopping. You're feeling too good now. By the time you get to level 7 or level 8, you will feel your heart pounding and your face may flush. If you had to talk, you would probably sound out of breath. Level 9 is intense. You aren't far from the top now. You are very close to orgasm. At level 9, the outside world is very far away and there isn't much that could stop you now. Just short of level 10 is a very crucial point I call the point of no return. It is commonly referred to as the point of inevitability. You may not know the name, but I bet you know the feeling. It's that point at which it becomes clear that you are about to have an orgasm. The point of inevitability is reached through a series of physiological changes in the body, but it is subjectively experienced as a psychological turning point. Once you've hit the point of inevitability, there is no going back. Your body is committed to having that orgasm. The sky could fall in and worlds would collide, but it doesn't matter as far as you are concerned. The big one is on the way. On our 1 to 10 scale, this point of no return would register at 9.9. This is a very important number for you to remember for reasons which I'll explain later. Practice makes perfect. Talking about levels of arousal can get a little bit abstract after a while. You need to experience them. It's the only way to truly master the system. One of the ways you learn each level is by comparing it to the previous level or to the following one. How do I know what a 3 is, you may ask. It's a little higher than 2. How do I know I'm at 7? You may wonder, because you're definitely past a 5 or 6, but you haven't hit an 8. Is this vague? I promise you it won't be for very long. Do know that these numbers are all relative to each other. The important thing is that each level feels slightly different. The only absolute number assignments are 1, which is no arousal, 9.9, which is the point of no return, and 10, which is orgasm. Don't worry if your 4 is another man's 5. There is no such thing as a definitive 3 or the quintessential 6. All that counts are your own relative levels of arousal, and that's all you need to know. Using numbers to describe your arousal may sound a little silly, but I must ask you to take this number system very, very seriously. I'm going to refer to the different numbers over and over again throughout the remaining exercises. It's the only way we can communicate clearly enough to guarantee you will learn the program. 
I don't want to sound like your third grade teacher, but if you want to master these techniques, you have to practice your scales. <clears throat> Troubleshooting tip. Please don't use these numbers to judge your performance in any way. A six is not better than a three or a four is not worse than a seven. They're just different. There is no good and bad here. There is no right or wrong. You will not be graded. You will not be judged. The only goal is to become more intimate with the subtle changes in your body during your arousal. <clears throat>